Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. Walk the journey of forgiveness, they hurt me. I've let it go. I believe that is what made the grave crack open. There are things in your life that must break. You have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Try forgiveness. Check your heart. I'm not telling you things I have not done and I don't do. I don't want to tell you big stories. That's why I just told you my son's story. People really hurt me. People like really hurt me. And you wonder, are we having brains, the same brain? Why do people? No, when you begin to go that way, you are condemning them and you have no right to judge another man's servant. That is why God said, keep on forgiving. What did the Bible say? 70 times seven. When you begin to recount what happened, you are walking in unforgiveness. And you are sowing a seed of bitterness. That person you went telling what Amma did to you. Amma didn't do that to them. But you are painting Amma ugly before Ajua. She is a human being. So when she lives there, she begins to see Amma in a bad light. Hey, I thought she is a good woman. Though. After all the dancing and singing she has been doing at church. Not knowing she is a witch like that. You have managed to sow a seed of discord. That seed will continue to grow. Please, forgiveness is so important if you are going to break yokes. If you are going to break yokes. Sacrifice number three. Sacrifice. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 2. Let me take one and two. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children. And walk in the way of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. You love yourself so much. The way you love and care for yourself is hard for you to give yourself away. Sacrifice is giving away something that one cherishes so much. What is more cherished than children in a marriage? And so why would God give his only son sacrifice? He loved his son so much, but he gave him away. Because he loved you and I. And he loves you and I. Christ allowed himself like Isaac allowed Abraham to tie him and put him on the firewood to sacrifice him. You say, oh, he didn't kill him. But Hebrews tells us, motives. Motives are important to God. The book of Hebrews chapter 11 tells us, actually, Abraham killed him because he killed him before the physical act where God redeemed his son. The Bible says, Jesus loved us as his father loved us, that he gave himself up for a sweet aroma sacrifice when he hung on the cross and blood was oozing the smell was not awful the smell was sweet that blood that flowed is enough for billions of people in the world it's enough for trillions of people in the world it's enough for zillions if Jesus 
does not come soon. That blood is still flowing. Why? It's something that is cherished, but for your sake. God expended his only child. God gave his only son. For your sake, Christ hung on that cross. What is it that you sacrifice that is too much? Your life is not too much to give to God. When I talk about your life, that you are breathing, think and lay your life as Romans chapter 12 verse 2 talks about. Put it on the altar as a living sacrifice. Don't die. Don't wait and say, when, I'm, when I, I'll retire, I'll come and serve God. No, don't retire. Don't retire and serve God. Serve God in your youth according to Ecclesiastes chapter 12. It is in your youth. It depends on how you are thinking of yourself. Don't think youth is anyone who is a teenager. Youth is in your heart. <laughs> depends on how you are looking at it. There are people who are teenagers and they are as old as 200 years old. But there are people who are 90 years old and they are still taking their mountains. Give your life now to serve God. Now your life. They said, oh, I'm too beautiful. I'm too handsome. When do you want to give all? As day comes and night comes, as day comes and night comes, don't deceive yourself. Yesterday you were very handsome and very strong. Yesterday you were very beautiful, spotless, no wrinkle. But I can assure you, if you don't die quickly and you fulfill your years, for with long life will I satisfy them, the body will start to fail you. Because the flesh counts for nothing, but the spirit gives life. Won't you use your life as a sacrifice on the altar if it is for God? Not for your boss, not for your mother, not for your father, not for your pastor, not for your church. But think of it like this. Christ is our example. He sacrificed. He was the ultimate. He is the ultimate. All time sacrifice. Can't you lift up your eyes onto the hills? And say, Jesus, because of the sacrifice you did for me, I am ready. I am ready. Anything you ask, Lord, I will do it. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Sacrifice your life. Sacrifice your time. Sacrifice your beauty. Sacrifice your substance. Ah, why is it so hard when the church talks about money, then we freeze? How do you think the church will build and the church will advance, the kingdom of God will increase and will reach out and will save souls? Isn't it your money, your one CD, your 10,000, your 10 million? Isn't it your money? It comes together. And don't think that when you give one million, you've, you've, you've outdone the one who gave one peswa. David said, those who went to the battle and those who didn't go, we share equal spoils. Don't hold back your substance. Don't hold back your time. Don't think you are too much to give something to God. This is God's way of telling you sacrifice is a way of becoming great. Sacrifice is a way of breaking every yoke that will limit you. Is God speaking to someone today? Judges chapter 6. Verse 25 down you can write it. Or just read Judges chapter 6 sacrifice i believe the sacrifice gideon made after the encounter with the angel the sacrifice he quickly made was what opened the door for his victory the bible says he was told and he he took 
animals, cows, and he slaughtered them, and he made a sacrifice, and he destroyed an evil altar, and he raised the sacrifice to the covenant-keeping God. And the Bible says after that, he didn't need to have a lot of people to go to battle. God cut down their numbers from 32,000. He cut it down until they became 300 people. And they were facing a nation with numerous of thousands of people. How do you go to battle with 300 people? The war that is against you, if you will live a life of sacrifice, angels will join you and they will war on your behalf and you will go from one victory onto the other. If you want Jesus to be your Lord and win your battles for you, victory upon victory, live a life of sacrifice. A life of sacrifice. What is eating you that is too much for you to continue serving God with your pain, with your hunger, ah, with your troubles? He said, I'd rather be serving God with my troubles than trying to find solutions I can never find for myself. Sacrifice. Lastly, as I bring today's message to an end, Worship. Worship is a yoke breaker. Worship and praise. There's so much in the Bible to talk about that. The Bible says in Second Chronicles chapter 20 from verse 22, again Jehoshaphat, I think three nations were coming against him. He knew what to do. He, he started to fast and pray. The power of fasting and prayer, I don't have time to go into all that. It breaks the back of every demonic yoke. Fast and pray. Really pray. And as part of your fasting and prayer, worship and praise is very, very important in your prayer. Worship and praise. For the Bible says in Ephesians, God created us to glorify him. Not only in Ephesians, several places. God created you that you will bring him glory. I mean, what is that thing? You cannot dance, you cannot clap your hand, you cannot sing. So what can you do? You are taking from God that which is his and for which reason he created you. Worship. Give him the worship. The Bible says, Second Chronicles 20, 22, as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah and they were defeated. There are things you must defeat. As they began to worship and praise God, are you a worshiping person? Are you a praiser? Or you look on as people praise? I shared a story with one of us last Friday. A woman was married for 13 years. They never had an issue. She entered into this praise arena and she decided and determined that she will praise God until she gets an answer. Why she was praising to cut it short. The first woman came to her and said, why are you a soldier? I don't know how she was doing the dance. Maybe she was marching in the church. She didn't know what to dance again. Maybe she was jumping and she was not stopping. And pretty soon people were asking, ah, is she okay? But nobody knew why the woman was praising God. She was praising God because she was saying, I will not end the 13th year, enter 14, and be counting the same God who caused the Moabites the Ammonites, the same God that says, the same God who invaded their camp and destroyed and defeated them for a people who were just praising God. Me too, I want to experience it. The woman was praising God like nobody's business. The woman went home and she didn't even know she got pregnant. Nine months from the day of the dance according to her calendar, she gave birth to her child. 
All these things I'm talking about to you this morning. You must decide and determine. You don't know what is happening to me. I may be crying. I will be crying. But I will praise my king. I will worship my Lord. Because it's a weapon. that You see, when you have the worship weapon, you confuse Satan. <laughs> you confuse him. Things are bad, but you are walking around. Medawasi, Adiawaya, Mami, Me, Yamie. Jesus, thank you. Be on our feet and go into a time of worship. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.